30. Yes, ma'am. I'm 30 years old. Do I do I seem like it? You deserve it. Do I you don't seem, seem like, like it? it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> what does 30 seem like? I mean, in my head, the last time I thought of somebody at 30 <gasps> was my parents at like 34. Crazy. And that seems like such a different thing to me. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of your speech. My speech. Oh, my God. So so I just spent an entire weekend with my closest friends. We were at Alice Beach. Highly recommend Alice Beach, by the way. It was amazing. Oh, it was so good. So incredible. Um, And it was just, it was amazing. It it was themed 30 going on 13, fairy birthday. Just, it was everything me. It was amazing. Um, But Adam made this speech slash proposal that blew us all out of the water um (laughs) i still don't think i'll ever be able to get through something like that without blubbering the whole time i'm pretty i don't have the video because my phone was like out of storage at that moment but um adam he literally gave a little speech he had a gift for me ready to go we were on the beach it was my birthday night we were about to do like well we were kind of doing gifts we were Uh doing gifts i guess and um Adam blubbered for a solid eight to 10 minutes. It was, not, there's no way it was that long. Yeah. I think it was about eight minutes. No way. I think so. If it was, I am so sorry to everybody involved. I don't know. Anyway, um, I just thought I saw somebody's phone said eight minutes when don't they were mean. recording, but maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> he was, he was just the sweetest. And the reason why I just thought about it is because you're talking about your parents being 34 or something. Yeah. And then after he gave his speech, he was like, no, during the speech, nar, did you hear <laughs> nar, nar. Nar. During the speech, he was like, I mean, I remember when my parents were 30 and like, here we are. And like, it was honestly the most blubbery sweetness ever. But everybody's eyes were just like huge. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Nobody really knew it was going to happen. No. Obviously. And then he, <laughs> ended, he literally ended up saying like, this is how he like opened up the present because he unwrapped it himself and he like gave it to me and he was like, this is the first jewelry besides like my engagement ring like this is the first jewelry i'm ever giving you because like it just is it just is yeah it's the and, first one i've ever gifted you and uh i was just i was like okay had no idea what was happening and he <laughs> gifted me um you thought it was a mood ring for so long i i she, did she really thought i got her a mood okay. ring, which i mean would be adorable on no. 30 going on 13 okay so It was in the dark. We were by a fire and I was like wearing glittery stuff. So it honestly shimmered. Like I thought it was like more that like pink and purple color. I thought he got me a mood ring. You guys like full on thought he did, (laughs) but he ended up getting me a, an aura ring, ring, Mm -hmm. which is just, my mind was blown because I just literally the day before that was talking about how, Uh oh, there's because one of my friends who was there, she has one. And I was like, gosh, I would love to have one. They're so cool. I love them. Like, you know, made me so happy that you were going on and on I was about like it. one day though, it's like, you know, they're, they're expensive. So, you know, just going on and on about it. So I was like, they are really like a technology mood ring though. They are like, actually it's the most just incredible. Little doesn't thing. it make sense of that? I would like mood rings. Cause I'm like, yeah, tell yeah. me what's going on. Yeah. Like, tell me how I'm feeling. Tell me my temperature. Oh, tell, yeah. And that's yeah, it's like a technologically advanced mood ring or is uh, this, no sponsorship uh, although you know we'll maybe we should work on that but anyway yeah then we can get me an aura ring and then we can be and uh, then we can be aura ring on- pals 
but anyway there it is then we can be friends if on you're the watching um there it is so i didn't know if it was gonna fit me but honestly that fits pretty good yeah that's pretty amazing so i'm really impressed i i i thought it was gonna be a whole ordeal a whole ordeal trying to get that to fit one of your fingers yeah so if you're if you have really skinny tiny fingers like i do this is a size six and it pretty much fits on my middle finger on my mm-hmm. right hand so anyway um that was that adam yeah. reminded me of that he talked about his parents being 30 and so anyway the whole thing yeah. so what were they like to you at 30 years old honestly not, i when they were 30 so because my dad had always been chasing down some sort of dream and my parents obviously were like really young when they had us yeah i like always 22. thought of them as like so fun yeah i always thought of them as like people who chased dreams and had side activities that they were doing all the time and we would go to like my dad was a sports trainer so we'd go to like high school sports games and stuff like that yeah. and we would hang out at you know basketball or football games or hockey or we'd be building drums some in some random place and we'd so be going really, to concerts and shows and so it's about like they were I adventurous mean, then yeah them being adventurous and having their yeah. own fun hobbies and stuff okay because then that worries me because we don't have kids yet and i'm like technically we'll be it on if there's either side of older parent younger parent we're on the older at this point yeah but 40s the new 30 Okay, I'm just saying yeah. it's, not the t- it's not our 20s. It'll be our yeah. 30s. I mean, people who are in their 40s having kids, it's like that's like they, I mean, barely got in there. It's like that's yeah. way older. Yeah, yeah. Like at this point, we could have a 10-year-old barely by the time you were 40. I mean, if we get on it right this second. Yeah. Look. So, <laughs> so um, anyway, so I'm like worried. I'm like, are we not going to be fun parents? But then I'm like, no, it's nah, all, it's so all about the hobbies and like yeah. prioritizing yourself. It's about the energy that you come into it with. And I think that you and I have always carried such good, positive energy, chasing things down, trying on new things, being willing to like fail publicly has been such an important part of us staying, staying exciting. It's kind of fun. It's kind of weird to think about what, like we've had so much evolution and I was so sure of so many things at so many different times. Oh yeah. And knew and thought and felt very strongly that I was going to be like a certain kind of parent who taught yep. me certain kinds of things. Yep. Even within I our I think about it so often now that we're like, I don't know if we could leave our kids with anybody's parents because they might sneak them not vegan food. Yeah. Well, I'm still that way, but with like probably color. Organic. Like red <laughs> oh dye. My God. Don't and give like, them red 40. Yeah. I mean, but I don't think I'd be as precious. I'd be like, well, why the heck did you do that? You know, I avoid that. Like I wouldn't be like, yeah, it's not like a it's not a moral dilemma no but it's pretty damn close i would think <laughs> but anyway yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. it is kind of crazy because like i even thought about you know if we homeschool our kids at one point i was like i'm gonna teach them about like yeah like vegan stuff like i was so like that was so our like religion and mm-hmm. mindset and all this different stuff well i think it's just because we're so present-minded like you and i both are so like whatever it is right in front of us whatever we're interested in whatever our passions are we're like there i know but i i i I can honestly say, and maybe future me will look back and be like, no, you're wrong. You were still super, like, I don't know, gung-ho about something. But right now, I feel like I'm pretty... Even-keeled. Chill. Yeah. Like like I said, even, like, the color dyes and stuff like that. Like, that's, like, just being crunchy. I don't think that's necessarily, like, a... Yeah. One type of... I still don't think you're chill, though. <gasps> 
<laughs> oh my god, that is so rude. What do I, you mean? I don't think you could ever be chill in that kind of capacity. Like you will never stop investigating, learning more information and like But you settle. don't think I'm chill right now? I think your energy in general is chill. I don't think you will ever like actively be chill about an about a topic. I just <laughs> I don't think it's possible. <laughs> uh. Well, I mean, come on. I am pretty up, but no, I'm the most open I've ever been I, to yes, all conversations I know. and people's like opinions. You're super open and, and super I, driven by no, research and always investigating something new. I actually new. don't think I have a very strong opinion right now on things. Like, cause right now I genuinely would hear from every, anyone and everyone and like glean from it. Totally. I, I agree. I just don't think I have that strong of an opinion. I right just now. don't think like you're, n- <laughs> I just don't feel like you're settled on anything. I feel like you're still in search of something. So I think, think you're open. You think I'm about to come on to something where I'm just going to be super intense. No, 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 no. I don't think you've ever been super intense either. I just don't think you're like, you're never like the person who's just like, this is what I do. And this is what I've been doing for the last two years. And that's just, it is what it is. So what would you consider me now? Like what, what, what I would consider what me. you, how you currently are. You're, you're almost like peer testing instead of book testing new ideas does that you continue like i think i think (laughs) expand expound uh, well okay so i think the biggest thing is like we have the right community around us right now we've really been selective about our friends we've made sure that like the people that we surround ourselves with are people that we respect and we want to hear their opinions and we see growth in them and all this stuff so i'm like i feel like at this point we've curated uh, our people so much to the point that like rather than going to research and books and things like that for, for your adventure and for the next thing that's going to be on the docket for your expansion and your growth, I feel like you're actually referencing the people that are around us and asking for people's opinions and, and then moving on that. But I don't think, I just, I don't think you're digging so hard into like specific research and then hitting me with, you know, like a, like a, a, an evolution that has happened behind your own research yeah but i feel like you are still constantly like you're still like testing you're still like trying to learn more you're still trying to grow and change and i guess to me chill would be like just being okay with where you're at but i but i am okay with where i'm at like i'm not trying to be like this is the first time i've in years i I don't care to be a part of any sort of spiritual community like specifically or political party, or mm. like, right, or even diet. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to be in any sort of camp. I'm not trying to be just meat and veggies. I'm not trying to be just this. I'm literally like, I'm not trying to be in any type of like yeah, camp, which is what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I've been in that mindset for years. You've been so starkly in a specific camp. I was like, I'm a Christian evangelical. I'm a, I'm an ex-evangelical now. Mm. I'm like, deconstructing i'm a i'm a astrology i'm an atheist i'm a vegan i'm a i'm like all these different things and like i have no like all those times i went from like one thing to the next and i was like kind of extreme like now i've learned now i'm this now Mm. i'm that i'm like i don't care to have any sort of label or like forced way of being which is even what we're talking about tonight at our dinner table and i was like I don't want to create more rules for myself that like just because we do mostly feel good on like poultry and fish. I don't want to keep myself whenever I'm like I do want like bacon or something. I'm like yeah. let's 
I don't want to feel like I'm having to substitute just because like that for one moment in time felt like yeah the right spot I guess that's what I mean I'm like yeah I think I think the slow chill evolving is more chill than just sticking to what you know that to me sounds strict sounds strict so I think we just see it opposite yeah no I like that though. like me evolving being like yeah kid go ahead and then all of a sudden I'm like no you know what I don't like you I don't like you having, I don't know. I can't think of things for like, I don't have kids right now, but you know what I mean? Like some, I can see me for some seasons of parenting or like with kid, a kid just being like, yeah, like you can have friends over every weekend. And then as I learn something, I'm like, you know what? It's actually good that it's like maybe twice in a month, whatever. I don't know. (laughs) I'm literally (laughs) making something up, but I'm just saying, I feel like that makes me more chill. Yeah. Cause I'm like learning as I go rather than just being the type of person who says, this is what I'm going to do. And this Mm. is the only way to be, I guess. Okay. That makes sense. I like that. You're like, to you, chill means that you are willing to go with the flow. Yeah. And to me, chill means more complacent. Okay. Well, so we have very different. Yeah. I like that though. That's a good discovery. Oh, cause com- yeah. Like being just like one thing that is so to me, that's so intense. I'm like, yeah. loosen up, bro. Yeah. I guess Mellow maybe, out, maybe my friend. Me- <laughs> yeah. Like let, let it go. Loosen up. Obviously to me, chill is, I guess has more of a negative connotation. And to you, it's like a very much like something to aspire to is to just be chill vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Just, going with it, like learning as you go that's chill that's like yeah take it or leave it come and go that's amazing i don't like that okay we just keep yeah. flowing like the ocean baby yeah baby yeah we got you got that's so interesting yeah well I, I just even just having the conversation with you at dinner to me i was like we're talking about still you are self-reflecting you're investigating you're like moving into different thoughts and different patterns and you're like i want to test things i want to try things i want to like i want to grow and see what my boundaries are like and i and and i i I love to adopt the idea of of that being a a facet of what is chill i I would love to change what my chill is in my head because to me that's like that's investigative that's like growth that's progress that's there's so many other things that that would be chill would not have been one of them but I, I i like that that can be added to the 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 definition for me yeah i would not call a stick in the mud chill <laughs> i wouldn't yeah you know i would call lotion yeah see my parents wouldn't have done that at 30 that's the difference. Our our vibe is always going to be moving. It's always going to be growing and it's always going to be exciting and energetic. And not that, that my parents aren't that if you're listening. <laughs> but like I feel like that's the thing that keeps people young. Yeah. Well, I think so. I think so too. I love how we were like kind of like turning 30 and I was excited and then you decided to roast me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just I just, you know, I just didn't want you to be labeling yourself with things that I found to be negative connotations. That's all. <laughs> well, I feel like we've always been so good at that, but I feel like, I feel like that is something that was, that has kept our relationship just so 
good and happy just just constantly being in conversation just constantly being an open open conversation <laughs> what <laughs> what yeah, what yes of course and i think the other thing too is like <laughs> Oh, never. Like, no. Not, it's just not like that, guys. Neither of us are like that as human beings. And I think, like, as we were mm. talking tonight, because, like, you know, I've, ha- I've had conflict with, like, my family or, like, with friends, and there's just something that, like, at least from my perspective, I, I'm never going to outright just come out of through yeah. be like ready to take you down like that's <laughs> not gonna be yeah what i do unless you've already done something that we're like it's already in the middle of a fight you know what i mean but yeah at that point that's not me coming out swinging like no right there's a slow burn behind that r- right i don't know i just i think that's one major point and i i see couples all the time who are like trying to like get a get jab yeah yeah Yeah. I just why would I do that? That's only going to cause me pain. I just in the long run. If you are actually constantly curious and in search of something new in your partner, I don't know why you would ever want to make them feel small. Or why you would ever want to like get jabs in. Like my goal isn't to get Clearly you don't have enough problems with your friends and family because <laughs> you're trying to create it within your relationship. Right, yeah. Like, no, I have enough drama. Yeah. No, no. Like, why would you want your home, your sanctuary to be anything other than like a place where you could come and feel completely safe and free? And like, there's a constant conversation happening because like, if there's always conversation, if, if conversations like, you're not like, uh, like the idea of you never say goodbye. You just say, see you later. Like, that's what our conversation, like I was told when I was a Christian, and it was actually really helpful to me to not end a prayer in like an amen. Oh. Mm-hmm. That you could actually just talk until you're done and then just go on with your day. Yeah. And I feel like that's, to me, how relationships really should be is that like you're always in this curiosity and this questioning and an open conversation that you can stop and start whenever. Because it just, it keeps you in a state of wonder about your partner. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard. I feel like sometimes I do work through things and I'm like in a season of processing a lot. Yeah. And it's definitely a lot, a lot more work than what it comes naturally, than what it may seem. Um, Because I am in a relationship and if I'm going to be in communication with somebody, I have to like get words out of my mouth, which Mm -hmm. honestly sometimes is hard. Yeah. Like out of my brain (laughs) and out into the ether. And that's, that's not always easy to do. Yeah. So what it, what is it that you do to instigate it for yourself then when you don't feel like it? Sound like an idiot. Just start babbling. Yes. See, and that's why you need to be safe. That's why you need to know that you're not going to get jabs and weird faces and all like, that kind of stuff in response. It. Like, and it's even like that way in seasons and it's not just with you, but like I go through seasons where I don't really communicate well. I do actually, but not like articulately. <laughs> yeah, I get you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like... 
I'll talk because I know it's important, but I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying. You're just, yes, you're just saying it. The other day. And trusting that I can interpret what you're saying. And not, yeah, not just you. Well, an example, the other day I was like trying to say something and even my sister was like, what are, have you made any sentence yet? (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) And she was right. Like I, I wasn't, I literally was starting so many sentences with only two words. And it was like, that's just like where I get sometimes yeah. within my head. I don't know how I got there. But. Well, I just, it's, I feel like it just is something that if you have the right relationship, you, you can already start reading their energy. Yeah. You already know where they're going. You, sh- you should be on the same page because you should be talking all the time. Yeah. It should be an open conversation. And so for me, like when you start yeah. to, to get into a thing where you're just like word vomiting and it's just like, you're just saying your feelings, like you're talking you're talking with your feelings and not with your facts. I feel like that's really important for me because I know the backing because we are constantly in conversation. I It's important to me to be actively listening all the time so that I can tie what you're saying back to the things that you have already told me. I feel like the things that when I'm thinking about me just blabbing something out, it's like yeah. whenever you ask me things mm-hmm. and I don't, I'm like, like I, it, I would say it's a lack of feelings. Interesting. Like whenever I, when I'm like just, Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like I just say a couple yeah. beginnings of sentences I'm just saying I don't ha- I don't have sentences formulated yeah I guess that's and what that's I mean hard is- for me whenever I don't have sentences formulated to speak yeah because I'm like there's nothing prepared like I don't know what to say right now but mm-hmm. obviously you're wanting something from me <laughs> so I'm like just repeating myself over and over you're just like using your words to say what your brain is doing yeah exactly and today when i was on the radio the girls were like um so something along the lines of your like soulmates can come in like the form of like girlfriends like easier Mm, yeah than it is like your partner or whatever and obviously i disagreed (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and they they all gre- agreed with each other but i disagreed um and so maybe that's like the difference too i'm like i don't know if i was just like lucky in one and unlu- kind of unlucky in the other when it comes to like that feeling of like sure. feeling like you have like a soulmate other than your partner soulmate um but i did find that interesting i'm like oh maybe that's like there's an element to our relationship that's just different than other than maybe some other couples and maybe that's not something i can get like teach maybe it's not like a tangible thing but i do think a lot of it comes from like our friendship the fact that we Mm -hmm. built our friendship first and like yeah and it helps that both of us find each other attractive but that was definitely the last element added so i don't and i think that that's maybe if there's like a key point to take away in that as far as like if you if there's like somebody who's wanting a relationship with like a soulmate, like having a partner kind of that feeling of like best friend. Like I think the emphasis should be on like the friendship that you have together, like the conversations you have together, the fun you have together, like that sort of thing. And like, I mean, I don't know, don't get me wrong, but eventually if you're having a lot of fun with somebody and you are genuine, generally attracted to that sex, right. You you're going to have fun fucking eventually. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, I'm, not, I'm not even saying it took us that long, but I'm just saying like, yeah. it's, 
because obviously we started dating and we were like hot and heavy on, on yeah, to each yeah. other but i'm just saying in general i'm not saying to force it i've also tried to date people that yeah. I was my best friend and it, it didn't work out because i yeah ended up not being attracted to him but i'm just saying there's just a point that comes sometimes when you want to deepen the connection (laughs) and it's not going to happen intellectually yeah yeah Yeah. so anyway i think that that's like a good point i think a lot of people have just become they're like oh i could see us being romantic partners and then they just hype like focus on that oh my god she just grabbed me with her nails (laughs) (laughs) but julie you're so rude whoa okay sorry i i guess that's what i mean is like when I say that you were speaking with your feelings and not with your facts, I mean like, like I was, I was picking up on what you were intending to say. I was picking up on the vibe. I was picking up on empathetic, like what you were trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. And I was able to read it off of that rather than like you actually being articulate in the things that you want to say and like hearing that. Oh, I see. Um, well, okay. So then usually whenever so I, I can't articulate what, what is it I'm feeling? Yeah, well, when you can't... Now, do you know? Like, do you... Well, have... it just depends on oh, okay. the situation and what you're trying to talk about. I think it's more like... It's more like I... When you aren't giving me the words, I'm trying to read your body language. I'm trying to... I'm trying to pick up on... language is probably shut down. No. It's so, it's so not, though. I, I can imagine how it would feel that way in your head where you're just like, okay, well, then my goal is to just be up here and just try to get it out. But, like, I feel like when when you're trying to communicate in those moments... I feel like there is an authenticity to the, to what you're trying to portray to me because you have such a desire to actually like, to get something across. Really? That's what it feels like to me. Well, and that's, see, I feel like that's why it works. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's what I'm trying to pick up on. And that's why it works to have that conversation is because I'm like, I am listening to what you're saying, but mostly I'm, I'm, I'm trying to connect it to what you've already told me. And I'm trying to like reference how, the things that I know about you. Adam likes a puzzle, so I guess sometimes I just get to offer that. I do. You get to have fun trying to figure me out. I told you recently that, like, if I was, if if I'm working for the rest of my life, I think it would be interesting for me to do something like theoretical physics, just because, like, I love the process Woo. of solving something that, like, what is it? What is that kind of job? That that's what you do. You literally like solve math- mathematical equations, and you try to like calculate different but what theories. Is the, and what is the job like? scientist usually like, a teacher collegiate teacher? professor yeah oh, okay is usually where you'd be at um because well, because but, you're okay, well, besides just regurgitation because that's what teaching is what is it like what how do you mm, apply it in real life what are I don't the think, other jobs I don't, I don't think i don't think collegiate level teaching is regurgitation no but it is because then if you say that's the only job that it has then I'm like all it is is regurgitation it doesn't like yeah, but there's like, no other there's no, no other you thing work, to do with that. because you could work with different like programs that are developing products. Like you could work with somebody like um like uh you could be literally like a rocket scientist. Like you could work with people that are developing products that benefit from the the the, the utilization of physics in the products that they're trying to make. Do you want to be a teacher? I think I could do any of it. I I do love teaching people. And I, and I, and I really do love the idea of sitting down, especially with people who would be also interested in something like that, sitting down with somebody and being like, I have a student that's like passion. Yeah. Just, they're just also passionate about it. And they're like, okay, yeah. But like, what if we try this thing? And I'm like, I love no means to the end. I love an infinite chase. Well, there can be, there can be specific goals. 
but a lot of the time they're like people have been working on this goal forever and somebody is the one to like crack the code yeah, that's, fun. that's fun to me fun. yeah oh yeah no it's it's not just surely for like practicality of like applying it in a math class it would be it's that's why it's theoretical it's literally like trying to work on problems that really don't have solutions but like if this was possible you know anyhow obviously i don't know the whole entire scope of what theoretical physics would be or how it operates but like i can just envision that a, being in a position where my goal is to literally just think about things that are really complex problems and try to solve them and then also if i was a professor or something like that being alongside people that could question my processes and maybe invite me into a new method of thinking that's fine that's great for me yeah totally i mean i get it but like, so that's why I'm like, well, then like <laughs> you're like then what are we doing what here you should be in class right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah well the the benefit the benefit of my jobs that i do right now for any of you that don't know i i design some stuff and I build some stuff, drums mostly, but you know, peripheral stuff as well. Um, and I already kind of get that because I do a lot of prototyping. And so like I get to dabble in it and it's a, it's a world I'm already really familiar with. So, you know, it's, it's, it satiates that in me a little bit. Okay. But I feel like that bleeds over into the type of person that I am even in a relationship. Like, like I had told you when, when we were, at the beach and I was like proposing to you again. <laughs> Actually, no, this wasn't during the proposal. This was the, what I appreciate about you this year. Oh yeah. And I was, I was just saying that like in our relationship, I feel like you are, you are constantly inquisitive and you make me feel like I have infinite depth, even in moments where I feel boring or like I've run out of things to, to talk about or whatever. And to me that back and forth of like constant, like questioning and growth and like, yeah challenging our preconceptions of like who we even are yeah and how we exist in the world is really important to me of course yeah same it's our it's our like thing that blends us like yeah. keeps us strong yeah it's like there's there's a whole there's a whole like idea that we talk about a lot that's just like divorce is always on the table for our relationship and I feel like that's a really important piece to the way that we are, the way that we relate to one another. Yeah. Because like we, that puts you in a place of constant pursuit. To me, I constantly feel validated by Lauren and I hope I do the same in our relationship because like being, being in a place where it's like divorce is always on the table is not a place that puts me in a place in, in like fear that, it's, this could end any time. It doesn't make me insecure about what I provide to the relationship. It means that we're actively choosing one another every day. Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, I literally think about everyone dying every single day. So that's yeah. like what keeps me present. I'm like, it's kind of a intrusive thought. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But it also keeps me really present. I'm like this, like literally, it, if divorce is always on the table, so is death. Like, yeah all of that is on the table. Like there's nothing that we know that's for sure. So of course that's like for sure going to keep us more present and in the moment and being thankful for every second that we have. It's like people who try to ignore or try to pretend that 
things and people are always going to be there. I feel like that's when they get lost in the sauce. Yeah. And lose sight of like what they have in the moment, you know? Yeah. Once you have the expectation that something is already locked in, you just kind of get complacent. You get too chill about it. No. That's, <laughs> I was trying to work that in there, but No, that was your word. That was your way. I'm like, "Wait, that doesn't make sense." No, cuz that's not chill. Oh my god, complacent is not chill. It is like You're right, you're right. You're right. I need to change my vernacular. Like complacent makes it seem like 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 gonna like a ticking time bomb. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Like you're going to implode at some point. Like if you're just going to stand there, you're going to explode. It's like if your heart is racing really fast, you know, if you get nervous to go on stage or something, the worst thing you can do is like try to sit and like, just calm yourself down really like whatever, like hold it down. What I've done in the past is like, okay, my heart is racing. Let me match that. Let me like move my body. Let me like move along. And and so it like, so that I don't feel out of my body that I feel like I'm back in it and in control. And I feel like that's kind of that same sort of thing. Like when something's like, I feel like we're all taking time bombs if we're just complacent and we're just like in one spot forever. We're just like, there's bound to be something that explodes. There's because it's bound to come out. It's not going to work out at some point. You're going to find out something that rocks your whole world and you're not going to be okay. Yeah. Or like you're going to, something's going to happen and you're not going to be okay. I think the best thing we can do in life is just to keep rolling with it. And that's like, mm. to me is what keeps, it's going to keep you chill. Anyway, not back, not to go entirely back yeah. into that. I just, I think the main, the main point that that sentiment makes me always keep on the front of my mind is that like anything that you think is guaranteed, you will always take for granted. Right. Because it will fall into passivity. Like right. you will just be like, okay, I can rely on this thing to always be there. And so I'm going to sidebar this. This is going to be on the back burner of my life. Mm-hmm. And when you do that with important things like your relationship mm-hmm. and you just say, okay, this is guaranteed. They told me they signed a contract that they're going to love me forever. Right. This is set. I feel like it just sets you up for failure. Disappointment. And the same thing with your own body. I was thinking about that. I think about that often too, is that like, Right now, like, I only have a few aches and pains, right? It's just, like, every once in a while my back or once in a while it's this or my knee or whatever. And I'm, like, I mean, I'm going to be constantly working on myself. But, like, there's going to come a day where, like, yeah. I cannot run the same way. Mm-hmm. And I, and there's going to be a day where, like, I can't, like, bend in certain ways. Like, again, not sit, like, I'm going to try to, like, stay in good health and shape. But, like eventually one day like this body isn't going to be in the state that it's in right now and taking advantage of and like being thankful for it, but also wanting to be like not taking it for granted and like Mm -hmm. working on it. So every time I move it or anytime I work out or anytime I'm like walking around, it's like, it makes you that much more grateful and that much more like in the moment. Just knowing, like you said, that it's not like guaranteed to be there forever. Yeah. At least not in this way. Y- yeah. And gratitude is always the way that I'm trying to point my life these mm-hmm. days. And mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't think gratitude comes naturally if you're not, if, if you think that the way that your life is and that the things that are around you are going to stay exactly the same as they are. Yeah, they definitely won't. 
that is again back to my tenants yeah that the only thing you can count on mm-hmm. in life is change that's mm-hmm. the only like really reliable thing only thing you can know is your own consciousness yeah and lastly life really isn't that serious nope so <laughs> have a little fun yeah those are my three tenants i love that i know i made i made those up a few months ago and i'm like you're like i need to write that down everywhere what I said i feel like we need to write that down everywhere i mean i have it in my notes and that we, we'll get one of those live laugh love things to put above our kitchen that just says the three tenants so change <laughs> consciousness and what was it like play or yeah. it's not so serious yeah or why so serious <laughs> it's immediately turned into some batman merch <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that i don't know but yes those are the three tenants that's yeah. what I live by, therefore we live by, and that's what we come back to it, like every single thing we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then maybe the fourth one with it, I don't know, being not so serious that like life is like fun, like have a little fun with it. Um, I Maybe on top of that, tagging on to that is like, like somehow about following your curiosity. Mm. And I think that kind of is the same thing as like have a little fun with it. Like yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Like, I think those I think those three things inspire curiosity. Mm. I think those are the fuel for curiosity. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. I like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know it's my favorite word. Yeah. Curiosity. Anyway, okay, I think this was a good good conversation. Thanks for yeah. coming today. Thanks for coming. Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for being here today, Adam. Yeah. I appreciate thank it. Thanks for being here today, Patchouli. Really appreciate mm-hmm. all the effort you put into this podcast episode today. She really put in the hard work. I don't even know. Can you see, can you see her? Oh in yeah, the frame? she is. She, I made sure to frame her in there just right. Oh my gosh, just for all her super fans. Well, anyway, um, thanks you guys for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen. It yeah. w- we would really appreciate it. Share it with a friend. Um, Please do. And as always, we love you. Until next time. Bye. bye.